You're listening to Diablo Off The Record, brought to you by Tweaked Audio. For the best headphones money can buy, go to tweakedaudio.com. This is Diablo Off The Record. Stay a while and listen. Welcome back to Diablo Off the Record, episode 15. The record date tonight is August 3rd, 2012. My name is Dave Deenforce Adams, and sitting with me today in second chair, the lovely Mistress Liz LeBeau. How are you doing tonight, Liz? I was too ready to get into the conversation that I almost cut you off there. Yeah, I right. am wonderful, and you two are lovely as well. Yes, there's two of us here today because joining us once again is the wonderful community manager, Mr. Keth himself. How are you doing, Keth? Hey, I'm doing great. And co-community manager, actually. Co-community Fred is, manager. is the other community manager. It's a dual role thing because, frankly, he does a better job than I do. And uh, You just reap yeah. all the glory? Is that what it Basically, is? Basically, that's how it works out. That's usually the best way to do things, it's, it seems. <laughs> I say we need to talk a little bit about our week. See how everybody's doing. Get us, you know, get the the, the podcast juices flowing for today's show. We actually have a really good one for you today. So I want to see uh, Liz. How was your week this week? I don't remember. I know I played a lot of Diablo, <laughs> even though I was I was looking to play other stuff, but I kept being sucked back into Diablo. <laughs> that's um, not a bad thing to happen. That's all I really remember. I remember listening to a lot of live streams for the Quest show and. Yeah, sitting there playing Diablo. Did I do anything else? Did I go to work? I don't know. Yes, you did, because you whined about it on Twitter. Oh, I did. Okay, that's so sad that I have to listen to other people on Twitter (laughs) remind me of what I did. (laughs) Yeah, that one chick with the accent came up and talked to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was saying home is where you make it. Home is where you make it. Yeah. You got to be able to understand accents. Come on, you're from the South. How do you not understand Southern accents? No, from you don't s- understand. <laughs> <laughs> Remember she's that from guy the from South. the Waterboy? Yeah, the dude from the Waterboy, the, the uh, coach. Fran or something. Oh, oh my. man. That's what she sounds like. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Kev, how was your week this week? Anything fun and interesting, exciting going on? Oh, I tell you what, man. We, uh, I finally got unbusy, so I actually had some time to get some stuff done unfortunately one of the things that people have been requesting me to live stream has been daisy and i can't for the life of me get that thing to work with the live stream so i did play some daisy but i didn't actually get a chance to live stream it so a lot of people got to watch me yell and scream at my computer for uh, the first couple days this week while i tried to figure out how to work that and uh yeah other than that i got a i got to play with uh McStab got to play some Daisy with him, so we got to do that. That game is great, by the way. Yeah. Uh, um, other than that, uh, I played some Diablo, and uh, cool. you know, well, that's yeah, I would good. like to just call you out right here on the show for all of our listeners to give you as much hell as they can on Twitter. You have still yet to play Dungeon Defenders with me. Yeah, I know. Uh, now that I've given up on the whole Daisy working on the live stream thing, I'm definitely going to do uh, Dungeon Defenders again. As a matter of fact, I'm thinking about uh, doing my first Let's Play 
uh, with Dungeon fun. Defenders. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm up for it, dude. I'm down for some some d- dungeon action. Yeah. So we need to get uh like two other guys together and do that up. Uh, the other game that I'm interested in playing with some uh, some of the community is either Magicka. And actually, I really want to play that with you, Dean, because there's just team killing going on all over that place. I, I can't play it because I, I play on a laptop, and my laptop has two keys for the mouse, and you have to have the middle key to play it. For Magicka? Yeah, it's almost required. Hmm. I'll have to look into that. Um, but yeah, I would love to play that game, actually, with you. And then uh, the other one I'm looking into uh, maybe playing and, and definitely getting the community involved in is Payday the Heist. Because eh. robbing banks sounds fun. Yeah, I, I'm not sure we want to, you know, have our listeners rob banks. But, you know, I, I thank you for the feeling and the camaraderie there. And I'm sure our community appreciates it. But, yeah, well. you know. <laughs> Okay, so killing all sorts of humans, demons, uh, nope. all this stuff is it? We kill demons and demon type creatures. BS! There are humans <laughs> in this. No, the only humans that you kill in Diablo are evil baddies. And well, they well it. you also included the network with that, and so uh, there's a Skyrim thing, I believe. And... Okay, well, I'm evil in Skyrim, and we're not even going to yeah. get onto that on this episode. Anyway, moving on. Um, this week, I do want to give a special shout out to my very dear friend, Micah, who she's just moving away. She's going to school and this week was, it's been kind of rough seeing her, you know, get all of her affairs together to move out of the city. And, you know, I, I know that I talk about them a lot, but my friends Kete and Micah and, you know, it's been rough seeing her pack up and I'm going to miss her. But that's what's been going on this week. I know it's not been much, but other than that, I've just been playing games like Fantasy Star Online and getting down on Diablo, which I actually, we're going to about to get into uh, our weekend game, and when we do, oh, I have fallen in love with a new character class in Diablo, and we're going to talk about that. Oh my. Oh man, I am in, so deeply in love. Anyway, before we get into that, I do want to hand it off to Keth to talk about our sponsors, and this week we do have a paid ad from one of our lovely listeners. Well, this week we are brought to you by Tweaked Audio, like always. And, you know, same thing as we always talk about. These guys have some of the best earphones and, or earbuds and headphones out there. Not to mention they come with a lifetime warranty. It's like Craftsman, you know, something breaks, boom, fixed, done. That easy. You use off the record, all one word at checkout, you get 30% off all your items. Now, one of their cheapest earbuds, that's... Uh, $19.99, you use the code, that brings it right down to $12.99. You can't beat that. I mean, that's what, 7 bucks. I don't know. Ket does math, right? Uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, man, those guys are great. Those are earbuds and all that stuff they got over there is just great. They even got the little microphone on them so you can use them with your iPhone or your Android or, you know, what? do people still use Blackberries? You know, I think they do. Crickets? But- no. Oh, 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 um, if I had had one of those with the microphone on it, I could have just Skyped this call through my phone instead of... We would have been get, getting a much quicker start, too. Yeah, if y'all yeah, didn't know, if you weren't in the chat, we were having a little bit of technical issues with uh, Liz's Skype, but it finally resolved, and we're See? having this wonderful conversation. Boom, problem solved. Get you some tweaked audio headphones and do a podcast. Also uh, brought to you this week by Sean S. And what he did was he made a Diablo 3 fan film in space out of Baltimore. The film's about four minutes long. 
He plays a witch doctor in Diablo 3 who got to get and he got together with some friends to make this film. It's titled Dr. Mojo's The Witch Doctor of Suburbia. And it can be seen by either going to his website, www.dr, so drmojos.com, all one word. Or by using the link tiny URL thing, you know, http colon slash slash tinyurl.com slash drmojos. Uh, Dr. Mojo himself says, if you like it, I will make more. And he's at Dr. Mojo's on Twitter, and his YouTube channel is The Dr. Mojo's. And I went and watched this thing before the show. It's actually pretty dang funny. So It is. It uh, is really pretty good. Funny. Well made. Yeah, and actually really high quality. I was actually surprised. I was, you know, I was like, oh, no, here we go. And then I watched the thing, and I was like, wow, this is actually really good. So I hope he does make more because I will watch them. As will I. Definitely. I hope he does, because we'd love to shout out another shout out to him about his, his adventures of Dr. Mojo. Yeah, so <laughs> again, that website's www.drmojos.com, and, uh, or you can use the tinyurl.com slash drmojos. All right. Well, I think it's time for us to get into our weekend game, and I'm really excited, so I'm going to take the pole position this week. This has got to be the first week I've ever jumped ahead of y'all. But Right. Yeah, and it's also <laughs> the first week that I've ever heard the phrase pole position used outside of a video game. You thought I was going somewhere dirty with that, didn't you? I really did. <laughs> All right, let's get started. Um, this week, I, I know I said that I fell in love with a new character class, and it's almost such love that I'm considering completely shelving my barbarian. I am in love with my witch doctor. Well, first off, she's she's. I love her. She's she's beautiful. But anyway, beside that, she's so much fun to play. It kind of was inspired from this week's Hard Corner, but this character class is so much fun. It's hilarious. Just the little things about it that tweak this character class into being are really what makes it shine. First off, for this character class, I use a spell called Firebomb. Literally, you throw a bomb at a target, it deals so much damage... But it will bounce to new targets with um, the specific rune that I have on it. And it, it's just amazing for clearing pretty much anything from any distance. Especially groups, it'll bounce between them. So this is the perfect spell for me. I'm in love with Firebomb. And if things get too close, I whip out Firebats. Firebats is amazing for heavy close range damage. Yeah? Firebats, awesome. Yes. <laughs> See? Other people are feeling the Firebat love. Firebats are amazing. Now, I'm also using a few other things such as Hex, which I summon a creature and he will heal me up, as well as doing other nifty things depending on what uh, rune you have on him. But really, that's what I use him for is I throw him down and he heals me over time. Well, so what I level love are Hex. you on that? I never got that, did I? Yeah, you have that. I think you're a higher level than me. I'm only like 35. You've been stalking my uh, my characters, haven't you? Oh, all the time. I stalk everybody. Anyone who's on my friends list, you're privy to me stalking it. <laughs> Just so you know. Scary. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I also use Fetish Army, but my Fetish Army damages everything around it when I cast it. It's hilarious. And on top of that, it's just all these little small people. Is 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 that the correct? Is that the PC term? Small little people. people. Little people. All these little people go running like crazy with these giant knives just stabbing into things. 
fetish army is just hilarious to watch, and it does so much damage, it's worth just keeping around for the for the hilarity. Now, this week, if, if we'll get into it a little bit later, but this week's hard corner is about um, using creatures. It's all about being a necromancer, summoning creatures, having them do your dirty work for you. Well, I enjoy that playstyle. That's how I played in Diablo 2. That's how I'm used to playing here now. So I use zombie dogs as well as the gargantuan. And I use zombie handler. So I I'm I get an extra zombie dog. So I'm up to four zombie dogs. Have my gargantuan. I have jungle fortitude. So they're even bigger and badder than they should be. And then I also, on top of that, I have fetish psycho pants. It, it is. It's psycho pants or pants. It's S-Y-C-O-P-H-A-N-T-S. And for this episode, we're calling it Psycho Pants. Yeah, fetish Psycho Pants. Anywho, what happens is... Wicked Kicks! Wicked Kicks! When I deal damage with my Firebomb or Firebats, I believe even with uh, my fetish army, I'm not, I'll have to double check, but I every time I use Firebomb... I have a chance of summoning another little person to go out and attack another one of these fetishes to go out and attack for me. And he just is another dude following me around. So while I'm playing this character, I'm wielding this huge army of minions walking around the dungeon, just taking things out left and right. And what my minions don't take out, I can firebomb or firebats into oblivion. I'm, oh man, I am so in love with this character. And on top of all of this, as if this wasn't enough, since I've been playing through with my Barbarian, I have all these up items that I'm just growing into. I actually found an item that I picked up and I just threw it in my bank called a pig sticker. Or a um, pig sticker, I'm sorry, pig sticker. And it's a legendary dagger with high intelligence on it. I lucked into just seeing this in my bank at level 33 and I've been using it ever since. It's such a cool item. Have you heard of the item that looks like a hamburger? Yes, the Heradric Hamburger. I want, I want that this. so bad. <laughs> oh, you don't have it? Dang. No, I-, I want it so bad. When I find that, that's going to be the end-all be-all for my Diablo experience. That's like, the- I don't know how you could beat that in awesome. Yes, if anyone's listening and you haven't seen it yet, there is a Heradric Hamburger. If you don't know the Haradrim, which we've already gone over in this show, in lore-wise, that's your your big bad mage dudes who are all for protecting humanity from the demons. That's the Haradrim. That's uh, Deckard Cain, the first dude in the game in Diablo 3 that you go to save. That is so hilarious to see a Haradric hamburger, especially if you do get it, check out the flavor text on it. It, It'll make your day. All right, um, Keth... I want to hear what you did this week. I heard that you were getting down on some Witch Doctor action, too. Well, yeah, I was actually inspired by the hardcore challenge. I was like, you know what? I've had, like, this Witch Doctor at, like, level 2 or something like that. I was like, I actually need to get into play it. Didn't get nearly as far as you did. Uh, I only got to level, I don't know, in the low teens somewhere. Yeah. Uh, So I didn't get anything too good for that guy but you know so far i'm having fun with it it's it's definitely an interesting class and and it looks like one of those classes where once you get your you know like your higher level abilities then it's got a chance but the low level kind of sucks 
Yeah, I could so, see that. Because I'm getting owned left and right because my oh, zombie like dogs take forever to cool. Yeah, pretty much. So it, it takes a while for me to get them to, you know, because you got that long cooldown, so you summon them. But then for me, my guys get owned real quick. You know, I don't know if I'm lacking gear or what it is, but they just get destroyed. And then it's like, well, I got another 30 seconds before I can summon more. And if I don't summon more, I'm going to get owned. So, you know, I do a lot of running away. You know, that's how it kind of starts where you it's a really slow start, just like the Demon Hunter. It's kind of a slow start until you get into it. But, oh, man, once that train gets rolling, it's it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, so I'm definitely looking forward to uh, hopefully getting a little bit more in this weekend, you know, and and definitely leveling up a little bit more and and getting some better abilities and seeing where that goes. But yeah, I definitely uh, so far I've shelved my uh, 60 barbarian and my 60 demon hunter, and I'm gonna start leveling up my lower level characters. You know, now you know I I actually I heard, had a fan listening this last week who said that uh, they don't understand exactly why we wouldn't just stick with that level 60 character and just ride it as far as it can take us. Well, you know, and I, I, I believe I've said it before, but the reason that I am shelving them for the moment is because I don't have the time to game as much as I used to. And the time that I do have to game, I have to split it up between so many different things. You know, I have to live stream different uh, games that people ask for. You know, I try and get into other games with the other community members and, and have fun with those. So I just, you know, before I started the community cast and, and became co-community manager and, and started getting more involved with the community, I had time to just do Diablo nonstop. Now that I'm, you know, doing all this other stuff, I don't have time to play Diablo all week. And so that being what said, you're saying is the way you feel that you can get the most out of the game, literally leveling up. Yeah, you know, I, I've already done everything in the game as far as content goes except for Inferno. But Inferno is taking so long and such a grind and such a pain to do if you don't have a ton of gold to spend on the auction house or real money or hours and hours to farm. So it's like, you know what, I've still got three classes that I haven't leveled up and I want to get them. You know, I want to get them leveled up to 60, and that way I can, I, you know, I can actually survive, and, you know, if I only have an hour to play, I can get something accomplished in that hour on a low-level character. I can't get anything accomplished on my level 60s, because first got to get my five stacks. Then i got to go run around and kill elite mobs, and hope to God they don't kill me, which on a demon hunter is, you know, 30 times before I get them down. Or in the case of my barbarian who doesn't have the gear that my demon hunter does every single time. You know, <laughs> so it, it's just it's one of those things where it's like i got to make a decision, and my decision is to spend time doing something I can actually do. It's better that you have something to do than just playing that one character at Inferno and slamming your head into the wall. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, you know, if I only have an hour... I'm not going to get anything done in Inferno, period. No, you really aren't. You know, you know, I can spend one day, I can just sit down in the morning and just go through all the acts and try to clear Inferno. It would take me a while, but I could. And, I I mean, I can understand. If you're going to have an hour, what's that going to get you? Like, a third of the way through Inferno Act 1? Yeah, if that. 
that's unless you're you like run into an elite pack that has some crazy combination. Well, that's what I mean. You're not geared out for it. That's the thing. I mean, I could, I could, I'm geared out. I could run it in no time. But that's you don't have the gear that other people do. So that's the thing. Is they even said the blue posts have said over and over and over again, play what you're you're ready for. You know, farm where you're ready. And they even included Inferno gear in the later levels of Hell because that may be fitting for certain people's game style. If you're not geared up to go through Inferno, you should be in, you know, farming the Hell mode. And if that's not your game, that's why there's multiple classes and that's why they let you make multiple characters. So, all power to you, Kep. Yeah, and then, you know, and that's exactly what I plan on doing. All right. Um, Liz. Yes, sir. What'd you do this week? Well, <clears throat> Keth just stole my entire weekend game notes. What um, a jerk. <laughs> yeah, uh, hold on. Let me highlight these notes. You mean the one that says your name? <laughs> well, my notes are my own because no other human can decipher them, so I keep them to myself. But um, I am actually glad that, that Keth is now expressing what I've been expressing in the fact that I don't want to be in Inferno. I want to actually have fun, and I don't want to work that hard because I'm not going to be on that long, or I plan on not being on that long. Um, but it doesn't turn out like that. But yeah, so um, I got my wizard up to 57, and I just saw the experience points just slowly coming on, and I was like, this sucks. This is when I was trying to move ahead in hell mode. And uh, I said, man, you know, I'm going to have to go get Belial soon. It's almost here, and I don't want to do that because I can never defeat him without, like, Keth coming and helping me. <laughs> so I went back to Act 1 and farmed, mm-hmm. and I realized that that is my step. I like to be overpowered. <laughs> I, I've committed myself to You that have no stigma. idea. You have no idea just how many people have said that exact same thing about Diablo. Like, that was... You know, there have been bugs within the game which make people just pure invincible or nigh-invincible. And they say, man, that really feels like Diablo 2, and I'm just tearing through these enemies. You know, Diablo 3 is a a bit of a more difficult game. It is, but... And the thing is, is that, you know, while listening to all these quest uh, live streams, I want to play something, but I know I'm going to get distracted by the chat room. So I want to play something where if I blink... I'm no, I'm probably not gonna die. And just going back one act in in Hell Mode has just made the biggest difference. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna do this over and over again. I don't care. It's awesome. <laughs> it's great. And now I I feel free to try new spell combinations and such mm-hmm. because you know when you start something new and you're trying to struggle through something and you're like ah, you keep dying and and then um you're like i don't want to try anything else new because what if it doesn't work and then i'm going to die again and then i don't have any money and uh kind of what keth was talking about the no money thing i was so glad when he said that cuz i was like yes people finally <laughs> understand me um and i'm also having a problem with deckard kane in, in in my uh town has anybody else had the problem oh, where, he's where he's like getting stuck on his own feet Yes, he's supposed to be dead in game, and he is doing the chicken dance. <laughs> yeah, that that actually is a hilarious bug that you'll sometimes see around town. If you catch it, that is, like, he's already dead, yet he's walking around the town. Yeah. Maybe he's doing the thriller dance, because he is going from side to side. You know that yeah. move in thriller? It's, it's the cha-cha. It's, it's Decker, Decker, Decker. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that... 
that's wonderful. All right, guys. Um, is there anything else happened this week? Anything fun, exciting, extreme? In in the game or in real life? In the game. Oh. No. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, no no major explosions this week, but I am getting down on some some witch doctor action. If you see me in game, I want to invite anybody to just hop on in. I know I get on on weird weird times, but feel free to hop on in and. Say hi if you see me on my normal witch doctor. Oh, I have a question. If I jump in your game, say, you know, I kind of want to be overpowered, and I jump in your game that is, what, normal mode, I guess, um, and I wind up killing all of the enemies, do you get any mm-hmm. experience, or we get the same? Okay. Here's how they've stipulated, yet I've, I've yet to see a definitive proof substantiated by anybody else but Blizzard. How it's suspected to work, from what I've seen, is that as long as you're within the same screen of the enemy killed, you'll get experience. As long as your level is close to the enemy's level, you'll be getting the correct experience with that enemy. I So, it shouldn't take into account if a higher level person hops into your game to help out. But I haven't had time to actually test that out personally, to say definitively for the show. I... So if anyone does know, and you do know the exact way that uh, experience works, I would love to give a full demonstration on the show. So just send in an email so we can say yes or no on that. All right, guys. Um, Well, let's go ahead and hop into the communal fire and see what we have there this week. Welcome to the communal fire, my friend. Have a seat. We'll share a story or two. Welcome to the communal fire, your official and community news. All right, Keth, let's get us started in with the first news segment today. Dial-in authenticators were removed? Yeah, and, and, and that's what happened. And you guys know how I love authentication and, and protecting your accounts because there's so many dang hackers out there that are always trying to steal your gold and sell your items and blah, blah, blah. Well, this is what happened. They, they came out and they mentioned, please note that we have removed the dial-in authenticator from our Battle.net security options. If you are currently using the dial-in authenticator, it will continue to work normally until August 15, 2012, at which point we will be removing it from any accounts that have had it attached. If you're not already taking advantage of one of the Battle.net security measures listed below, we strongly encourage you to select the option most convenient to you. And you can either get one of those little key fob ones, the Battle.net authenticators, that, you know, it's actually there, you hold it in your hand, you press the button, it lights up, gives you a number. Or, if you've got an iPhone or an Android, you can get the mobile authenticator for your phone. It's a free app. Just go on, download it. It's outstanding. That's what I use. They also are offering, this is a new thing to me, and I haven't tried this yet because I've just got the authenticator. Uh, but they offer an SMS Protect. And what that does is it can either be used alone or stacked with one of the options, you know, one of the authenticators, for an even greater level of protection. And the way that works is... You, you get a text message anything, anytime somebody wants to change one of your like major options or something like that. 
and it, it shoots right to your phone. Boom, text message from Blizzard going, hey, somebody tried to access your account. And if you're not the one trying to access your account, you should probably get on a phone with Blizzard and go, hey, man, I'm at work. I can't play Diablo. And uh, something's going on. And so that way they can look into it. Uh, but again, if you're currently using the dial-in authenticator and you want to add any of these security options before August 15th, you'll need to first remove the dial-in authenticator and then go ahead and add the other options. So uh, if you do have the dial-in and you don't have any of the other ones, like I said, you're going to have to remove that and then add one of the others. And like I said, it's it's real easy. I just had that problem with my mobile authenticator where I screwed something up when I was trying to switch it from phone to phone. And, and it did take a while to get a hold of Blizzard, unfortunately. Well, but once I got a hold of them, you know, they took care of me. They were like, oh, yeah, man, let me do the thing with thing and then the guy. And, you know, and that's when they talked about my Pinto and the whole nine yards. Well, if you don't want to call in, though, <laughs> if you have the working authenticator, you can actually go onto the site and remove it as long as you have the authenticator Well, you are able to dial in onto the authenticator. Now, the reason why they're removing this is because they found a security loophole within the um, dial-in authenticator. So they're removing it completely. I would just think it's just because who's going to call up the the dial-in authenticator? You can, apparently you can spoof uh, phone numbers. So, yeah, it it doesn't work. So, the only two now, which we've addressed this in the past, I'm going to address it real quick again. You can only have one authenticator active on your account at a time. The dial-in was one. Now you can't have that anymore. But the uh, Blizzard.net or the Battle.net authenticator, which is the physical tab, like Kath said, or the mobile one, which is a free app for anyone with a smartphone, those three, you can only have one of any of those. On top of that, the Battle.net SMS, which is a, a, they'll call your phone or send you a, a text message whenever something is going weird. I actually have this on mine. And you'll see whenever you make a purchase... It'll freak out and, and it'll say it. Like actually, I think it was when I started up with the attach my PayPal to the to Diablo three. It actually said, "Hey, you're attaching your PayPal to Diablo three. Put in this code and it'll let you do it." Which was it was pretty cool. It, it only you only had to do it once and then it it was good. I wish it did it every time, personally, but apparently it only does it once. Question. Yep. Um. When you purchase stuff on the auction house and you've got PayPal set up, and maybe you don't have that thing where PayPal will group everything together and then bill you at once, um, does it show up on your statement as, you know, you buy something for 99 cents? I have no idea. I have not been purchasing stuff enough to even look. Well, if anyone happens to know, because that just bugs me. That's why I don't buy a lot of applications online, because I just don't want... 99 cents was spent here, 99 cents was spent there. What what happens if I overdraft and then they take out the 99 cents later, they charge me 35 bucks? It's happened before, sorry. Oh, I've actually had that happen to where I bought a bunch of stuff. It was the uh, Steam sale last year. I I think it was the winter Steam sale. Mm-hmm. My uh, bank actually locked down all my accounts. Oh, nice. Jeez. Because I was buying, like... A three dollar game here and a three dollar game there, and they, you know, it was unusual because there hadn't been a Steam sale, you know, in a long, long time, and so all of a sudden I was like, oh hey, you know, instead of adding a card, I kept getting deals and stuff, and I was like, oh, I want to buy that. Oh, I want to buy that. And then like as soon as I purchased something, I'd go, oh, there's one I should purchase, and I'd buy that. And the next thing I know, my entire thing got locked down. I was like, 
why isn't my credit card working? They're like, uh, there was some suspicious activity on your thing. And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, you got a bunch of uh, charges to something called Steam with this Valve Incorporated thing. Oh, my like, God. They thought it was a porn site. <laughs> you anything. Yeah, they had no idea what it was. And I was like, no, look, wow. Steam's a video game platform. I'm like, Valve's a company that makes that, you know, puts out video games and runs this thing. So if that's the case, you might want to keep an eye on your uh, PayPal and all that. Yeah, definitely. That might happen. Um, if you've not been purchasing things from blizzard uh you may want to be wary that this may flag you since i believe every individual thing you buy should go through one at a time i do not believe it will clump up your purchases yeah i would be afraid for that so yes the people that also are living from paycheck to paycheck like me and may run the chance of you know running out of money uh banks will take (laughs) out your biggest uh uh debit first or whatever and then charge you for you know all the little things so they'll you know you get a fee for every single one of those so be careful people (laughs) yeah uh play it wise when you're playing that auction house it's not a good thing to just hop straight into if you're not willing to put up a budget yeah so all right um (laughs) yeah the more you know all right uh moving on liz could you talk to us about a confirmed change that will be in the works for uh, gems, pages, tomes, and potions? Okay, this is a blue post stating that changing the text color of gems as well as potions, crafting pages, and tomes has been something we've debated doing and not doing for a while now. We finally come to an agreement, though, and decided to change the ground text color for those items from white to light blue. This is something we're looking to implement in a future patch, and they're also looking into making the gem drop sound much more prominent. Now, I read this a couple days ago Mm -hmm. and went, really? Really? I'm sorry. People overlook the little things. I mean, those are tiny. They're almost impossible to see when they're sitting on the ground. I understand changing the gems. I don't know, pages and tomes, those are kind of obvious. Uh, Well, see, I'm one of the ones that play with um, where I've got the, it's flagged up or whatever it's called. I don't know. All I know is I press the alt button and and I can see everything that's laying on the ground. Mm -hmm. I can can see it. I I would like to see a text size change, but I don't really know about the colors. Well, you know, it'll be a little bit more rainbow than it was before. Double rainbow all the way. Um, Now, this this, question did come in to this statement asking, saying, you know, this is easy to program. This kind of change could be made and tested within two days. Why won't it make 1.0.4? Liz, what was their response? Their response was, do you want me to do an accent while I do this? No, don't worry about it. You're not a Barwin. We're not going to make you do the accent. Uh, not all of the changes going into 1.0.4 are locked down yet. So while it's very possible that this change will make 1.0.4, and that's what we're aiming for, it's also possible that due to testing or imp- implementation or scheduling needs, it may not. It's something we want to do and would like to do in 1.0.4 if everything works out, but it may just need to happen at a later point. Now, that was a lot of 1.0.4s. That was a one, lot of 1.0.4s, and let me break it down a little bit smaller. Basically, what they're saying is, yeah, it's a small fix. Yeah, it's on the it's on the slate for being done. 
but it may be so unimportant in comparison to other things that it may not make the 1.0.4 patch. But what this does say is there is a very, very, very good likelihood that the next patch after that, which is 1.1, unless they figure, hey, we're going to come out with a 1.0.5, which they haven't announced, this very likely will be included at least by 1.1. So expect to see that change pretty soon. Well, as soon as that patch comes out. See, Why wouldn't they have I a 1.0? Sam, what I got out of that was it'll happen when it happens, and it may <laughs> or may not come out. <laughs> I, I I hope and pray that uh, Blizzard sticks to their guns, and when they say things are going to happen, they usually do. Well, they do, but I, I I agree with the whole, you know, there are more important things. And there are. Changing text color, making a louder pinging sound. Yeah, that's kind Not of my new, doesn't on it? my priority list at any rate. Yeah, it wouldn't be on mine either. But there are things that would be on my priority list, and that's our final um, issue for today. A, a, a bunch of blue posts that I, I glued together to make it sound just the way I wanted it to sound, to make all our listeners hopeful. No, I actually pulled all of the, the blue posts together and didn't cut much, if anything. Um, here's what they say. And they're all talking about the auction house. And I know that this is one of the things that I'm, I'm nipping at the bud trying to get it. I want this auction house. I'm going to yell and scream and kick my feet until it gets done. They told us recently exactly what they have in store. Well, a few hints of what they have in store. The changes coming in for the auction house are we're looking to bump up the number of preferred stat slots from three to six. We're also looking to bump the number of digits in the minimum value window from three to five. That means instead of searching at a max of 999, you'll have a max of 99,999. So that'll more than cover the maximum stats of whatever you can have on an object at any one time, which 999 just doesn't cover it. We're definitely working on filling in the missing gaps, and there are a few. On a somewhat related note, we also want players to be able to search for stats on legendary items. Which, hurrah. Especially with the new legendary items coming in. I gotta say, from Diablo off the record, we thank you, Blizz. Come on, bro. That's awesome. We definitely want to provide players with an option to cancel an auction at any point after it's posted... So long as it does not have any bids. So that'll help clear out any areas for improperly posted items. Stats of items in the completed tab is function will be used. Uh, stats on items in the completed tab will show. And function that's a functionality they're looking to add. We'll also be looking to make it so that you can see the listing price of unsold and canceled items in the completed tab as well. And they also, they ended this entire statement with, just to be clear, the things I've commented on are changes we're working on right now. Some of these changes are planned for 1.0.4 and some are planned for 1.1. Due to implementation and testing needs, however, those plans may change and get moved around, so just to keep that in mind. So, how do y'all feel about these changes that they've said will be implemented? Do you have a favorite? Do you not like any of these that have come through? 
You know, I haven't been messing around with the auction house a lot lately because I've been playing my low-level characters, so I just type in an item and hit a 1,000 gold and hit search because, you know, when you're leveling, you can usually find cheap stuff that's decent enough. I am uh, loving this because you're doing exactly what I've been doing. <laughs> and now you're admitting it, and I love it. <laughs> well, when I'm leveling up, I'm not going to spend 50 billion gold on an item. Yeah. You know, there's just I, I'm going to out-level it in, like, three levels anyway so yeah the you know price at, at this point i Ugh. yeah at this point I, I haven't really used the auction house to its full ability anyway so a bunch of options coming that are going to help me when i'm not using it doesn't really matter to me but i can definitely see this is going to be great functionality for those people who do use the auction house to their full ability and which I'm assuming I will eventually do once I level all my characters up and get a little bit more time. I don't oh, know. I'm, See, yeah. oh, sorry. Oh, it's fine. Go ahead. When I'm leveling up, since that's all I'm doing, I want to uh, I want to search by certain things. I want to search by like experience points so I can get up. I, I want to get uh, magic vine. I want to get gold vine. I don't care what anybody else says. That's what I want on my stuff. And I want also intelligence and maybe. Uh, movement speed because I want to go faster with like a barbarian because they're so freaking slow. So having six of those slots are just awesome. And to be able to sort them when you're looking through the list by highest to lowest. Uh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's a functionality. That'll be amazing. If you let us sort by the preferred stats that we oh choose. Oh my God. Oh my God. Cause you know how long it takes. Like I'm looking through all this stuff. I have to sort by DPS or armor ability and then I have to go through each single one at you know the top of my list to see, oh, well, does this have this? Does this have this? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm finished. And, I mean, <laughs> when your yellow items, your top-end yellow items are like, they have, what, eight things on them sometimes? Mm-hmm. They can be crazy. They can have a ton of things, and you're only able to search by three slots. I mean, six, that's still not going to be perfect, but that's well more than enough. I was hoping for five you know, at a, at a good, on a good day. Oh, but, you know, it would be awesome if you could tag something, you know, almost bookmark it and be like, yeah, I want to see this again. And just in case I want to go look at some other stuff as well. Um, that would be nice, like per auction section, but you know, that's a quality of life. Hey, that's actually an excellent idea. I say you send in a, a email or better yet, we're going to make a podcast about Diablo oh my and God. have you put that idea on the podcast. Oh my God. Can I be on it? You you know, I don't know. Yeah, I'm a girl. Yeah, plus you don't like podcasting with your pants on. Yeah, and then, you know, the, those listeners that would listen to that could email in to the, you know, Blizzard and post on the forums. And, and then Definitely. we could have a bunch of people saying the same issue, which would possibly get it looked at. Well, my big thing is, to date, you have not been able to search legendary items directly. Like, See, if you that... type in their name, you couldn't search by stats as well. How would I know what legendary name to type in? You they you on Diablo3.com, they have all of the legendaries on that site. Why would I want that? Oh, well. On the game yep. guide. They do. They have all of them. So, you find the right one. Let's say you're all excited about finding the the exact one you want. You want the maximum stats on it. You go to the auction house as it is right now today. You type in the name of it. You can't even search what affixes are on it. Oh, uh, um, could you search for the hamburger? Somebody do that right now. I want to see if anybody's selling the hamburger. <laughs> There's a million of those hamburgers on there. 
I'm getting one. You're getting a Roger hamburger? Yeah, because I'm really hungry. I'm hungry. I am too. I'm sorry I kept you guys so long. <laughs> it's all right. I'm gonna get a hamburger. All right. Um, one thing I, I'm I really if I had to pick any of these that I'm excited about, it is the searching stats on legendary items. I think that's gonna be my favorite. What do y'all think? Pick a favorite. Legendary, legendary. Really? You're the guy that likes the banner sigils, too, so... Eh. I do like the banner <laughs> sigils. They're pretty! <laughs> What's wrong with you people? All right, I think that's enough of the news for this week. I think it's time for us to get into the hard corner. Welcome to the Hard Corner. This week, a hardcore character that you have to make is given a wonderful hardcore challenge made up by one of us or maybe one of our wonderful listeners. Contestants have a whole week to start a new character or continue an old character from the down boss in their story, where the first down boss needs to be probably the Skeleton King, unless you're given a butcher challenge. Just so y'all know. All right, last week, the Necromancer Challenge. You were challenged to make a witch doctor and only use summoning spells. That means, what, spiders, zombies, zombie dogs, gargantuans, stuff like that. Fun things that just beat up enemies for you. All right, so how would y'all do this week? Liz, Keth, anything going on? Let's start with Liz. How'd you do? Oh, I want to hear Keth's uh, name first. Uh, We will, yes, let's hear Keth's name, but I want to hear how Liz did. Kath, what'd you name your character? Well, unfortunately, you can only have so many yeah. uh, characters in your character's name, so I had to narrow it down a little bit, but uh, my uh, witch doctor was called Walla Bing Bang. That's wonderful. I thought it was. Was like it? it? Okay. Liz, how'd you actually do this week? Well, my my uh, uh, witch doctor, who I called MC Hammer, because you can't touch this. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I thought that was kind of clever. Um, what did I, I did that very, very early in the week. And I remember cursing your name because it was going so slowly. <laughs> and then I couldn't break stuff. Uh, couldn't break like pots that were far away. Cause I couldn't use, Oh, I want to uh, like, you deserve a wedgie or a noogie or something. <laughs> I got fairly far along. I actually don't remember if I killed the skeleton King or not. I know I'm not dead, but, um, yeah, but I got pretty far. <laughs> nice um so you didn't beat the skeleton king i don't know if i did i'll have to go back in oh. my game and look it, I mean, as was... per usual liz what if you made a character and it's still alive i'm forcing you to keep that character for the next week that's fine um okay but i do have to say that usually i don't have to worry about the little itty bitty minions like the little froggies and little imps um in other games, but this time I was running away from everything and it was, it was, yeah, it took a long time and I was cursing you. That's all I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I'm okay with being cursed. That means that you actually tried it and it was giving you trouble, which is what it's all about. And you know, I myself that, yeah, I kept having to tell myself, I was like, this is what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the rage. All right. Well, Keth, how'd you do this week? Well, uh, you know, I made it past where you usually die at, and that's 
at the town portal guy that gives you the town portal oh, thing. Oh, man, I hate that dude. Uh, so I actually made it past that, but then I got trapped on some stairs right after uh, killing John Dar. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was going down some stairs. I got trapped on one side by an elite and the other side by some blues, and I had nowhere to go. It was over. So yeah. it, it, you know, I Poor made it that far, and I was bang. doing pretty good. But, yeah, this challenge sucked. I <laughs> I was not enjoying this challenge whatsoever. <clears throat> So, I love this challenge. When I finally died, I was kind of like, good. Man, you got to be kidding. I love this challenge. Not only, okay, I did it the first time. I also got surrounded and I got my butt kicked and died. I did it a second time and I actually completed it. You can't, I've always said this, you can't do it twice and then say you won. As long as you complete the challenge before the end of the week, you're good. Please note that he added this stipulation after he had already died in, in episode one. <laughs> I added this stipulation because I died in episode one. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually, you know, I had a lot of fun with this. I, I A lot of listeners uh, messaged in saying what they did. I also used the, the corpse spiders a lot. I love the corpse spiders. I've fallen in love with it. It is amazing it's an amazing skill it really is especially with leaping spiders so that way they they hop to enemies they may not have been directly thrown at oh yeah but that was the problem was he only had the spiders and the dogs and i and i got to the point where i was like you know what i need something else i was like this is ridiculous all i'm doing is sitting here throwing spiders and watching my dogs die and that was my problem was if if i had been a necromancer of an equivalent level in you know, in Diablo 2, I'd have had 50 skeletons running behind me. But no, in this case, I had three dogs and a bunch of stupid little spiders doing, like, one damage. Man, that's why it's a challenge. That's what it's all about. Now, yeah, but it, it wasn't, the bats it wasn't count... fun. It was obnoxious. <laughs> it, was, it was, I couldn't kill anything. I'm standing there watching my dogs do, like, four damage and my spiders doing one damage. I'm not taking any damage. I was doing everything right. I was like, I'm surviving great, but it's taking me an hour and a half to kill a mob. I hated this challenge. I actually <laughs> didn't know until later on that you can actually just press your mouse button and keep throwing spiders constantly. And yeah. then the game went so much faster. You could just hold down your button and it just keeps throwing them. Yeah, um, that, that helps. <laughs> but anyway... Yeah. Kete in the chat's asking, are the challenges supposed to be fun? No! They're challenges! challenging. I don't want them to be monotonous. (laughs) You know what? I've come back this week. I have a new one, which you'll probably enjoy. What is it? it, We'll get to that in just a bit. Moving on! I want to give a, a, a yell out to all of our people who actually completed this challenge, or maybe you've even fallen to this challenge. Um, some of our listeners... Uh, this week, I'm even calling out our listeners by their monikers in-game. If you do attach them to your emails, that will be what I call out on the show. So we have Discorax succeeded with Diana Witch, which I had to na- name the, his character because he put in an email saying that his four-year-old son named this witch doctor that he used successfully beating the, witch, the Necromancer Challenge. Aww. So... There's your little tug to the heartstrings this episode. That kind of 
makes me wonder how the four-year-old came up with that name. But anyway, yes. <laughs> um, we also have Captain Claw, who completed the challenge. Brian R. completed the challenge. And Morn completed the challenge, Necromancer Challenge. Sovereign went all the way to down the butcher with the Necromancer Challenge. Overachiever. Overachiever. <laughs> Don't pull into Varwin, bro. Don't pull into Varwin. <laughs> well, apparently Col- this guy can handle it, so good yeah. on you. Uh, Colossus completed this challenge, the Necromancer Challenge. And I believe it was on his second try. So me and Colossus are right on par. Give it an extra try, bro. Um, we do have a fallen hero. Goes out to our fallen heroes this time. Kip Salas um, did not complete the challenge. He died on his witch doctor with the name Ooh-Ah-Ah. Like it. Which I think that goes good with Keth's character of Walla Bing Bang. Maybe they're twins. They are twins. Yeah, see, they both died. We should have done the challenge together. Then maybe we could have done four damage to the mobs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's up with you, man. I didn't have a problem. I'm sorry. And I did. I, I, I finally got sick of it. And so I went on the auction house and bought gear. I was oh like, I'm done God. with this. I said, there's no gear limitation. I'm going to go on and buy a bunch of overpriced gear on the dang hardcore auction house. And it still didn't help me. Are you kidding? I think I did that as well. I kid you not, man. I was still having issues. I think I went up from one to two damage to like two to three. How do I, you... I don't understand. I had no problems. I I don't know. Were I you using your corpse up? spiders? Yes. Were you aiming at the enemy? No, Dan. That's what it was. I saw <laughs> behind me. Uh, okay, well, let's let's... Move on, because I'm going to make you happy with next week's subject. Okay? Okay. If you are undertaking a hardcore challenge and complete it, send us a screenshot of you taking down the boss, which completes your challenge, and send an email to DiabloOffTheRecord at gmail.com with the title, I am a hardcore hero, or I am a fallen hero. We may miss your submission and shout-out if the email doesn't have one of those two titles. If you have any questions about a challenge or just want to review the challenge for the week, go to questgamingcommunity.com and take a peek in the Diablo Off the Record forum. Now, next week, this is an oldie but goodie, one of them that we have used before, but I think it would go hand in hand with what we have going on already, maybe kill off a few of our successful necromancers. (laughs) Next week is the Empty Bottle Challenge. No health bonuses on gear other than vitality, no potions, no skills that heal you, and followers cannot heal you. That's right, the only way to do this challenge is to get to a safe area that you can teleport back to town and heal. That is the only way to heal in this challenge. Or, you know, letting yourself heal normally, which that would take an hour. I recommend hopping back to town. So, you hate Keth, us, don't you? I do, I do. Keth, what do you think of this one? Oh, I'm good with this one, man. I hit those little health globes on the ground, I'm good. Yeah, I can't stop you from health globes either. They're kind of, they're out of my control. So. Oh, you know what's really awesome is that I get to continue with this character, but I'm going to die in about two seconds, so then next one I can start fresh and I don't have to do this week's challenge for next time. Liz, you're such an exploitress. <laughs> I know! Well, I'm just thinking things out. Okay. Exploitress. At least I'm not Sir Cheech a lot. That's all I know. Mm -hmm. You're getting up there, though. All right, guys. That's it for the hard corner for this week. Stick around for the voodoo. 
Welcome to Davoodoo Mon. Our spotlight for the week could be skills, combos, or even lore. Something to help you learn more about the game. Now, Liz, this is a first, isn't it? Uh, how so is it a first? <laughs> this is our first YouTube video of the week. Yes. Uh, somebody on Twitter, uh, when this game first came out, people were just starting to get to Inferno. Uh, somebody had tweeted this, and I can't remember who it was, and I feel so bad about it. But it is called My Inferno Tactics. Is that what it was called? I need to get it, down it's the My Diablo 3 Inferno oh, three. Tactic. And it's made by Mads Worlds. M-A-D-S Worlds. W-O-R-L-D-S. It's My Diablo 3 Inferno Tactic. Yes, and I almost don't want to spoil it. I kind of put it in the notes as a joke because it's so freaking funny. <laughs> but you almost have to see it. <laughs> this guy's Diablo 3 Tactic is a video, a home video of a little child who is holding... <laughs> A bag of chicken feed, and he doesn't realize that that's what the hundred thousand chickens that are in the pen with him are wanting. So he is running around and screaming. You know, and it's but horrible and awesome at the same time. Anyone who steps a foot in Inferno or even the end of Hell will understand what you're talking about with this one. This is exactly how to play pretty much every class in Diablo. In Inferno. I laugh every time. I've watched this so many times. And there was one point where I was like, I felt really bad for the kid because I was like, this kid's traumatized. There are literally, <laughs> well, maybe about like a hundred chickens. Oh, there weren't that many, but they sure looked it. They were oh. following him. Oh, there were a lot. Well, when they get the, the camera, it zooms out a little bit. Uh, no, the parrot is videotaping this. And laughing at him, yes. too. He's going, oh my god, I gotta get out of here. Kid screaming, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he pans out, and there are even more chickens than, than you would first think. And that's oh, exactly what it feels like to be chased by mobs. Oh, anyway, I know that's not really a tip, but it's just it's, awesome. You know, the kid was kiting pretty good. He was, was he was dodging good. some stuff. He did a sidestep over one of them, and I was like, dang. <laughs> Kid was kiting. All right. Well, thank you, Liz, for that. That That's just wonderful. It really is just wonderful. Um, let's get into a little bit of lore with Keth. Keth, what do you got for us this week? Well, you know, I decided that we've talked about a lot of stuff. We've talked about the Nephilim and we've talked about Sanctuary and, you know, we, we've gone on and on. But what we haven't talked about is how this whole started to begin with. So what I'm going to talk about today is... Anu and Tathamet. And and what happened was at the beginning of the time, there was just this single entity called Anu. And Anu decided to purify itself of all the darkness and, and decided to get rid of its dark half. Now, once it got rid of that, that darkness became a seven-headed creature called Tathamet. And, and for... You know, eons, Tathamet and Anu battled against each other until they just finally destroyed each other because they used all their power and they just died. Now, all that was left behind was their essence. Now, Tathamet's body formed the foundation of the Burning Hells. Each of its seven heads became a greater demon. 
the three dominant heads became the prime evils, Diablo, Bale, and Mephisto. And the remaining four heads became the lesser ones that aren't worth mentioning because, you know, and Dariel's not important to anybody anyway. So you had Diablo, the Lord of Terror, Mephisto, the Lord of Hatred, and Bal, the Lord of Destruction, as kind of the leaders. And together, you know, they, they power each other because think of it this way. Terror leads to hatred. Hatred leads to destruction. Destruction leads to terror. <laughs> Makes sense, right? Sorry. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, I know you're laughing at the chat room. No, I'm laughing at you because you made a Yoda reference. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> okay. Um, at any rate, so that's what happened. But you know, they they all wanted to be the best, and so even though they needed each other to survive, they were all fighting to be the best. And, and Mephisto was the best leader because he was the one that that had the, the brains and the tactics behind everything, you know, he'd pit his brothers against each other. And then it just, it, it ended up screwing them all up. Well, as Tathomet gave rise to hell and its rulers, so had Anu given rise to the high heavens and the, and I always screw this one up and Jirius council. I can't for the life of me pronounce that word, but you know it's what I'm talking in about. And Gear yeah. And Okay. Well, you guys know who I'm talking about. They're in this game. Imperius, the Archangel of Valor. Tyriel, the Archangel of Justice, who's now wisdom because he decided to say that he was. Uh, Ariel, the Archangel of Hope. Ethereal, the Archangel of Fate. And one that you're probably not going to recognize is uh, Mathal. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. You know, people just need to call him Bob and Steve, and then I'll actually be able to pronounce their names. Um, he, he disappeared right after the destruction of the World Stone, which comes at the end of Diablo 2, but you don't really run into him, so that's an interesting story, and I'll get into that at some other time. Uh, but basically, he's wandering around Pandemonium, you know, looking for answers to the universe, and since he's gone, that's where Tyriel was like, yeah, I'm going to stay and become human and be wisdom because wisdom's not here anymore. And that's a whole nother story. But yeah, so that's an Anu became the Angiris Council because I can't pronounce that word. And Tathomet became the primevals and their lowly little peasant brothers and sister. So, you know, I just thought that was kind of interesting. I thought we'd go over that because that's what started this whole thing. So what you're saying is it's all Anu's fault. Basically. All right. Well, thank you for that wonderful little tidbit of lore this week, Keth. It's been a while since we've had it, and I hope that you keep doing them. Those are always interesting. Yeah, maybe we'll uh, we'll talk about Malthel or however you pronounce his name next week. All right. Um, Liz, you there? Yes. All right, could you get our thank yous to our five-star iTunes reviews? I would love to give them thank yous. From America, we have Nichols and, wait, Nick Loss. And Canada, Guardian MB, Australia, Twinge, and I, I can't talk, apparently. <laughs> I <laughs> my, think they got <laughs> Yeah, my, my mouth gets scared when, uh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> All right. Well, Liz has a scared mouth. How, we have any other final thoughts for today's episode? How do you think today's went? Keth? Keth? 
Yes. Sorry, I how was you, muted. <laughs> how do you feel about today's show? I, you know, it was great. I, I actually got some time to play. You know, last week was great. This time, I actually got to put my input on it, so I think this show was even better. Or maybe possibly worse, depending on the listener's outlook on me, but I, I enjoyed it more. Well, that's always all about, ain't it? Yeah. Liz, what do you do? You have any final thoughts for today's episode? Yes, regarding Keth's uh, lore section, when he was talking about the three lesser evils that he didn't know the names of, I do believe they were the Lord of the Rings, the Lord of the Flies, and the Lord of the Dance. That that was it, it was Mephisto, Bale, Diablo, and Michael Flatley. That <laughs> I forgot. Wow, that's that's horrible, Keth. Your fire gets sit in the corner. Does Michael Flatley play Diablo? I hope not. <laughs> if he did, he would be doing the whole river dancing instead of oh. spitting fire. Oh, which would be just as torturous, in my opinion. He taught Deckard how to dance. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I would like to say to anyone who sent in an email, I know we have a few emails that have asked us to speak about certain things on the show. I am investigating those matters and will handle them as soon as I get a clear and definite answer for you. Uh, keep sending in emails if you have any questions, concerns, or even things that you'd like for us to address on the show. If it's good and we have time and we can find out a good answer for you, we probably will. So feel free to send us any emails you'd like. Um, I would like to say, go to any of our sites that we are about to mention and take our radio survey. They take about five minutes to do. They are vastly important to helping us improve our shows and figure out what you do and don't like about them. Also remember... They are important that are more important than our five star reviews on iTunes, but we still love seeing those as well. Paid mentions. As you saw in the very beginning of the show, or heard in the very beginning of the show, for a small fee of only ten dollars, we will provide any kind of small ad or shout out to whomever or commemorate whatever it is you wish. Please go to our website and use the PayPal donate button to simply email us or simply email us, and we'd be happy to point you in the right direction. Keth how can people reach us? Well, you can get a hold of us anytime at www.diablooffthericord, all one word, dot com. You can also email us at diablooofftherecord at gmail.com. Again, all one word. Or you can get a hold of us at our parent site, the questgamingnetwork.com. Or you can come on over to our brand new community forums. That's at questgamingcommunity.com. Currently showing up on the live stream. Uh, go over there, sign up, get on, and get involved in the whole uh, topics that are going on there because it's just outstanding. Uh, Fred, my co-community manager and co-host for the community cast, is the one that set all those up. He's been working hard on it. Uh, so definitely go check those out as well. And if you got questions, I know uh, DNR, you're on there, right? And I know Liz is. Mm-hmm. Oh, there. His name's right there. I'll be dinged. Yep. And so, I'm willing to help any questions you have. Just hop on there and ask it. Yeah, so definitely go check those out at uh, questgamingcommunity.com. Ooh, and y'all can see what my office looks like because I post pictures <laughs> under the Star Wars uh, thread. Okay, that's it. So, uh, And also, you can listen to all our shows live here assuming we don't have issues like i usually do with my computer uh, diablo off the record obviously friday 6 p.m eastern elder scrolls off the record thursday 7 p.m eastern minecraft off the record sunday 7 p.m eastern 
Star Wars Re- or SWOTOR Reforged Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Planet Side off the record. That's Thursday at 3 p.m. every other week. So we did one this week. No, it was last week, wasn't it? All my days blur together. I believe the next show is in two weeks. Yeah. So yes. it'll be not this coming Thursday, but the next the Thursday. Next yep. It is. The and then also Thursday. the community cast. You, we're saying weekends right now, and the reason we say that is because we have a revolving host and a revolving community member. So obviously we can't nail down an exact time because we have to be kind of flexible. Uh, this week it's going live literally the second we end this show. Well, about five minutes after we end the show because I need to go take care of some stuff. Um, but and then it'll be two weeks from now. We'll do another one, and it'll either probably be Friday or Saturday in the evening at some time. Probably six to eight p.m. is when it'll start. Uh, follow us on Twitter. We'll get it out there. Check the forums, the whole nine yards. Uh, Twitters. You can reach us on Twitter. You can get a hold of David. Wait for me to take my headphones off. Okay, go ahead. D I E N Force. Thank you for waiting. Uh, you can get a hold of Liz at Mistress underscore LeBeau. That's Mistress underscore L E B E A U. And you can get a hold of me at, at Keth Gaming, all one word. That's K E T H Gaming. Battle tags, you can get a hold of Dean. Dean, number, pound, sign, hashtag, that whole nine yards, 1737. You can get me at Keth, number, sign, 1690. Uh, I think I'm full, though, because I haven't had any friend requests, so I'm going to have to look into that and see what's going on. Uh, but, yeah, I'll definitely look into that, and I'll report back next week. All right. Um... Diablo Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network podcast in association with Mill Earth Network, written by all of the hosts of Diablo Off the Record. Remember, all of our listeners never give out your account information to anyone. Grab a Battle.net authenticator with a physical one or the one for free on your cell phone and install antivirus and antispyware software and make sure they're up to date. Have a great one, y'all. We hope to see you next week. Bye, y'all. understand just how many years of practice I've had of drowning out Keth whenever he talks? Aww. You should have seen our raids in WoW when we did that. Dan, go left! And I'm just standing there. Dan, left! I'm busy (laughs) arcane blasting. What do you want me to do? Attack or win? (laughs) He usually didn't do either. Aww. Dan, what the hell are you doing? I'm playing that stupid Peggle thing. <laughs> yeah, I used to do that, too. Oh.
Uh, raiding was fun. I tell you what, our raid team may not have down in-game content, but our raid team had the most fun <laughs> in that game ever. Yep. There was nothing like wiping a team of, what were we, like 80s when we wiped on Molten Core? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Like, uh, uh, an instance that you should be able to solo nowadays, we were wiping on because we were being crazy. Uh, it was outstanding. Okay, let's get started, guys. Go ahead and mute up, and I will get into the intro. Yay, intro. Uh, coming pretty soon. Wait, wait, can I take my pants off before this? Because I love all of these changes. Dear God. Okay. <laughs> Alright, you good? Yes. Okay, thank you. Moving on! <laughs> it's Dagger, Dagger, Dagger. Oh my God. My .net must be, like, really messed up. If, is any... For yes, all, if, I'm having a problem. When I look at the other users' online menu, it always lists Varwin first. And okay, then he's like, weird. he has not been online for 75 days. I, I, for real, I haven't seen, like, all the people I usually play with. I have a bunch of friends online, but I don't see any of the people I usually play with anytime I get on. Ooh, bug. That's something going on. Anyway, um, mute it up. It might let's, be let's... because we've broken it. We probably broke it. I have a friend like... request in a while. Dude, I got so... a friend request today. I got one. What, yeah, was see, it I haven't had one, so either, A, I've gotten enough. From, dude was uh, was really nice to me. He was all like, "You want to buy for gold?" And I was like, "Oh, dude, that's awesome!" Yeah. Wow. Was <laughs> it an LOL cat that? 